With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Movies. We're back after a long hiatus. I'm your host, Tanya, and I am joined by my co-host, Charles. Charles, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? It's been a long, long time. (laughs) And there is a very special reason why we're back. It's actually our 140th episode. And we're going to be talking about the Oscar nominations of 2017. Yes. So, Charles, um, there's going to be a lot of good stuff going on. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask, what were your thoughts about the Golden Globes? Thoughts on the Golden Globes? Uh, you know, I always liked the Golden Globes. Uh, I know a lot of people don't really care for the Golden Globes all that much, but I enjoy them. They're, it's it's a lot looser. It's you know, they, they seem to have more fun than the uh, Academy yes. Awards. Uh, I will say this. Two things, I am getting tired of seeing people who win have to squeeze through all of these tables that are crammed up on top of each other. It mm-hmm. seems a little I, – I wish they would move it to a bigger venue or something, but keep the same atmosphere, you know, the same fun, but it needs to be more open. Like, you can have that many yeah. tables in the place, but let let people be able to walk through when they – win their awards, and it just looks a little awkward. But um, I will say this this Golden Globes, I thought the opening of the show was probably the best thing about the ceremony. Well, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say the only thing that was great about the ceremony, but it was one of the highlights of the, of the entire ceremony was uh, Jimmy Fallon doing the uh, nod to La La Land. For the opening, mm-hmm. I thought was 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 pretty fun, but yeah, and that I, was I thought, uh, very portentous, wasn't it? Yeah, With yeah. <laughs> them sweeping every single award they were nominated yeah, for. That was I did not I did not think that would happen, but hey, it's the film it's the film to beat. It's it's the film. But to you beat know what? Picture. I I have to say, like I was really pleased that I'm surprised that Moonlight won for Best Picture Drama because I was kind of like, oh, I'm going to go with Manchester by the Sea. Well, you know what? A lot of people thought Manchester by the Sea was going to be the one that was going to take that award uh, for yes. Best Drama. I, you know, I saw Manchester by the Sea twice. And the first time I saw it, it was, it was, it was emotionally just draining. That film, it was it was a great film. It, it is a great mm-hmm. movie, um, but just the emotion, it just 
drank, took every ounce of energy out of you because it's so heavy. The second time I saw it, I wasn't as drained, and I, I thought, oh, I'm going to be so bored watching this again because, you know, I already know what's going to happen. But still, watching it the second time, it didn't seem as long as it did the first time I watched it. And you really got to notice the, the acting that everyone did in there. Uh, you know, every, every, every character, you really saw what they brought to it. And we'll get into it later as to what my, what my um, feelings are on, on some of the, the nominations and, and who I think is going to win. But the performances in there are deserving of, of their nominations. And we'll, we, we will see once we get to the categories you know, what I'm, what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say any more right now, but we'll get to that, <laughs> that later. <laughs> well, but what, since what is, we've last done our podcast, um, my life has undergone several changes. <laughs> um, I'm now doing a career I love full time. I now no longer work nights and weekends. Hey, that's, which is a vast improvement to my social life right there. (laughs) (laughs) But now, unfortunately, I live in the boonies, not the L.A. area anymore. So me getting these indie films, it doesn't happen. Uh, Or they don't stay long. Yeah. So it's been a challenge. So I would tell anybody, don't bet on my picks. I'm probably going to make wild off-the-wall predictions. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it it might be a lot more fun that way. So let's start off. A lot of times it is. (laughs) Let's start off with Best Original Screenplay. Okay. Nominated are Hell or High Water, La La Land, The Lobster, Manchester by the Sea, 20th Century Women. Now, for me, like, I don't understand why La La Land is on here for that screenplay. Because what was there to that screenplay? What was to that screenplay? But you have yes. to build the, yeah, you, you're building the character. You're building the relationship between the two, the two leads. You have to set up the story of Los Angeles and what, what, where does the beginning, how does this film start? What's the emotional go through? When will there, when will it be that, that moment when the song comes in and that emotional moment, you've got to have the, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to break up and we're not going to be together because you're wanting to do your thing and, and I'm wanting to do mine and you don't want to care about me. And, and then, I didn't feel like the setup was even there for that. It just felt like oh, okay. all of a sudden, like it spent a lot of time on montages and not like building up to that moment. Because like for me, I didn't understand why they wanted to break up, why one little thing, all of a sudden it was like this big festering wound. And I'm like, no, you need to be building up to that. Like we need to see them irritated at each other. It can't be like boom. There's just one bad moment. It's over. Yeah. Well, then. Well, okay. I, I'll give you that. But then again, these this is dealing with two 
very creative people. And a lot of times with creative people, they have to be creative. And if they're not being creative and they're not, they're not doing something that they feel is, is moving them forward in their, in their career, they tend to shut the other person out because they want to focus on that. They, they want to be, you know, that, that creative, they want that creative spark. They need that, that energy. And if they're not getting it from their partner, per se, because that, pers- that person is doing whatever it is that they're doing to advance their, their lives, then they feel kind of left out and they need to go and be creative. And that's one of the things with, with the film. I mean, you see that at the very beginning, where where uh, the Ryan Gosling's character just ignores ignores her, you know, on several occasions, but she still finds him, you know, curious. She's she's curious about him, and then they have their moment in Griffith Park. That's mm-hmm. your that's that's your writing. That's where the writing comes from. Now, a lot of people are saying that, you know. Out of out of these that are nominated for the original screenplay, the one that's probably going to walk away with it will probably be, be La La Land. I personally would like to see Hella High Water get this award. Mm-hmm. That's the one I would love to see win because that to me was just that was just great storytelling. Because I want to. So here's my question nine. for you. So. You wouldn't think Manchester by the Sea? Manchester by the Sea? You know, considering, like, all those amazing performances? Yeah, but I I get that. And a lot of people have a lot of love for Kenneth Lonergan. Yeah, they they do. It's, It's just one of those films where, to me, it tried a little too hard to be dramatic, where sometimes it came off as a little over dramatic. I mean, I understand, you know, the whole concept of loss and 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 punishment and and that, but there's a lot there's a lot of stretches in that film where. Certain people don't say anything, and it's just actions. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say out of the five, because out of the five, I've seen all but four. No, I've seen all but one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen 20th Century Woman. I, 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 was, um, I was planning on seeing it uh, yesterday, but I didn't get the chance to. But I've seen everything else, and I, I really like The Lobster. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing The Lobster win. See, I, I think that that would be, like, the great unconventional choice right there. Yeah, that Because one, to me, that, that truly feels like an original idea and concept yeah, yeah, that we it, haven't it, seen before. Not only that, but it also it's also something that more people can identify with than... Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, well, really, that's. I think more people can identify with the Lobster, La La Land, and Hell or High Water because, of course, I haven't seen 20th Century Women. 
more so than they can than they can uh, connect with Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Which could be the reason why Manchester by the Sea could wind up taking the award in this category. And but see, I, that's I, what I I'm going to go with. You're going to go with Manchester by the Sea. Yes, I really think. Um, just because the talk that I've heard and the kind of esteem that that writer has had, like I don't know if the people that wrote La La Land, if they're like first time. Oh, it's Damien Chazelle. I thought maybe there were some yeah. other people. But I just, I don't really see that as a very strong piece of writing. Okay. Well... And I think they're just going to go with somebody a little bit more seasoned. They could. And, I, has been, and has been there a long time. But knowing my luck, you'll end up being right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it's. I have a feeling it's going to be La La Land, and I think so. Okay. Those, yeah. As of right now, my choice is La La Land for best. Okay. Well. Well, let's talk about best adapted screenplay. We have Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Lion, and Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you a question. Okay. There's a lot of talk about this category right now. A lot of people actually thought they actually thought that Deadpool could walk into this category because it is nominated at the uh, the uh, uh, screenwriters the writing guild. It has a nomination for uh, best adapted screenplay. So a lot of people thought that it was nominated in that guild. Is a good possibility it would be nominated here. Did you see Deadpool? No. Okay. What would you have but, thought if Deadpool was in this category? I would say that was a very intriguing idea. <laughs> very. I, I mean, because to me, I'm kind of puzzled a little bit by Fences. I mean, have you seen it? I have seen it. Um, I, I, because I've, I'm I've I'm reading the play right now, and I'm yeah. kind of wondering, is it like a word for word? reiteration okay. of the play yeah, so, or did, was anything really added to it well this is this was going to be my uh second question to you because i know that you were reading it i, I again i've seen all five films nominated in this category and fences when it starts to the very end it feels like you're watching a play okay it, it feels like you are watching a live play being acted out in front of you on the streets. It, okay. I mean, the, di- the, the dialogue, even the delivery of the dialogue, it, it's, it comes out of their mouths like you're watching it on, on Broadway. Not that that's a bad thing, but... And I here's the thing, did, I... I most of that cast is from the Broadway production yeah. that Denzel and Viola were in. Yes. Yeah. 
And I believe um, the gentleman that plays his uh, best friend, I think, was also in the play. Yeah, Bono. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that, yeah, I believe that they're using they're using this, the script to the T. I think what they did um, was probably a lot of like what uh, Kenneth Branagh did with uh, Hamlet, which was just literally take Shakespeare's play and put it onto the screen, mm-hmm. word for word, you know? And I don't think he changed much. I, like uh, Bob Lerman did with Romeo and Juliet. I think he just took it and put it onto the screen. We're not changing a yeah. lick of dialogue. That, that's what it's going to be. Okay, so who, who, what's your pick? Uh, my pick for this one, hands down, Moonlight. Moonlight walks okay, away. Okay, I agree. Best, best, original, best adapted screenplay. I, I mean, I wouldn't be upset if any of these other films win, but for me, Moonlight was probably the strongest one out of the bunch. Yeah, I don't think any of them. <laughs> I don't think this is a real competition. I think yeah. Down Town is going to be Moonlight. Yeah, if it I isn't think, Moonlight, I would be very surprised. I think, yeah, I, I think that if um, Moonlight doesn't doesn't win this award, I think you're looking at Arrival taking it because Arrival is based on, if I'm not mistaken, it's based on a short story. Mm -hmm. So you have a little bit more to work with and they had to flesh out the the story and the characters more. So I could see possibly Arrival taking it. But my, my vote is for Moonlight. Agree. Okay, best visual effects. We have Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Rogue One. I'm going (laughs) with The Jungle Book because I I know Doctor Strange has some really amazing visuals, but I think Jungle Book is going to get it because a lot of people sit were impressed, like, with the realism of the animals. Like, I, when I finally got a chance to see the movie, I was surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Yep. Hands down, this is a no, they should just send them the award right now. It goes to the Jungle Book. I mean, it's nice that these other films are nominated, but the Jungle mm-hmm. Book has it. And I'm sure, I'm sure everyone else who's nominated in this category with the Jungle Book is thinking the same thing. They're going to win. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if you were lucky enough to see it on the big screen. I saw it on the big screen. And I have to tell oh, I you. Was. Have, you it's you, amazing. Yeah, you sit there and you're just going, this is all shot on a, on a, on a studio lot. And it looks like they're literally in the jungle. The animals look real. Is that wolf really talking to me? It, it was astonishing what they were able to do with that film. So hands down, Jungle Book. We might as well just go on to the next one. It's Jungle Book. All right. Best sound mixing. Arrival. 
Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Rogue One, and 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Now, I always feel like in these sound categories, war movies tend to always win. Yeah. So my bet is on Hacksaw Ridge. I would agree with you on Hacksaw Ridge um, because it would either be Hacksaw Ridge or it would be um, 13 Hours. Yeah, I I would think it would be either of those. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, again, La La Land winds up walking away with this award. (laughs) I know you hate that. Yeah, I just don't see it. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Um, I'm, I'm looking over the list again, and again, I've seen all five films. And I have to say the one I would like to win is Hacksaw Ridge. The okay. one I think is going to win is La La Land. All right. So that, that takes us to best sound editing. We have Arrival, Deepwater Horizon, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, and Sully. That one, yes. I, I think it's going to be Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Typically, not all the times, but typically, these two categories, they go hand in hand. So if they, yeah. if the person wins for editing, they win for mixing. Yeah. Every once in a while, they'll switch it up. But I agree, I say Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Well, we're going to skip the short films because it's kind of hard to see those. Yeah, I haven't seen but any But let's those. talk about uh, production design. We have Arrival, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Hail Caesar, La La Land, and Passengers. Now I want to ask you, how the hell did Passengers get nominated? <laughs> passengers? Yes. Well... Was it really that amazing? It, you know what? I have to say the inside of that ship was pretty astonishing. I mean, what they were able to do and to to give it its to give it its its own like feel and and energy. It's it's worth the nomination. Will it win? No. Um this is another one. I've I've been lucky enough I've seen all five other films nominated in this category and production design. You're going to hate me for saying this, but I think it's going to go to La La Land. Okay, and you know what? I'm going to say you're dead wrong. I say it's going to go to Hail Caesar. You think Hail Caesar? Well, you know. Yeah, I think Hail Caesar was way better production design-wise. And I was going to... You know, because La La Land was very modern and Hail Caesar was more of a period piece in some ways. Yeah. So I kind of feel in these kind of categories, they tend to go with the period pieces. Well, this is what I was going to say. I feel like La La Land is going to take it because you have to make Los Angeles and, and look a certain way. You have to make the nightclubs that they go to have this sort of energy and this vibe. 
Hail Caesar would be the one that I wouldn't be surprised walks away with it because mm-hmm. there are there's basically three stories going on in Hail Caesar. There's three different stories going on in Hail Caesar. And one of the fun things about the movie Hail Caesar is they go from one set to another set to another set. Mm-hmm. And each set is different. And each set was, it's just one scene, but it's very lavish. And for that reason, I wouldn't be surprised if Hell Caesar walked away, walks away with the, with the uh, mm-hmm. production design. Because we've seen the stuff that has happened in Fantastic Beasts before. Uh, passengers, yeah. you know, it looks beautiful, but is it one of those films that, that people would really think about as, you know, that was really good. And, and the people that did that were, were, you know, they worked on this one and they worked on that one. So, yeah, I would have to say Hell Caesar would probably be the one that walks away with, with it. Okay. Well, let's talk about best original song. We have Audition, <laughs> The Fools Who Dream from La La Land, I know your favorite movie, Can't Stop the Feeling from oh, Trolls, <laughs> City of Stars from La La Land, The Empty Chair from Jim, and How Far I'll Go from Moana. Now with this one, I think it's safe to say we should cancel out Can't Stop the Feeling. You know what? Don't be surprised. Don't it's going to be the happy of <laughs> this well, year. Well, here's the thing. That's and that's the thing. When you when you look at the category, can't stop this feeling is the happy of this year of this year. And I have to say, audition is the is the uh, let it go of this year. I know some people would say city is stars. Here's what we got to factor in. You know how much people love Lin Manuel Miranda right now. Is it possible Moana wins? Because, I mean, my initial, I I would have chose the audition song. Yeah, it's the audition song. I mean, come on. She's telling a story as as she's singing. You know, I mean, it's basically. Or or does the crowd go with their new favorite guy at the moment, Lin-Manuel Miranda? You know, if if Moana came out last year, I mean, well, meaning last award season, it would have had a shot. This year, no. You have a film that's a musical that's nominated for 14 Academy Awards, could possibly walk away with Best Picture, swept mm-hmm. the Golden Globes, it's winning everything that it's up against and all these other things, these all other um, award ceremonies. How do you not give a musical best original song and you give it to a Disney movie? It's, it's either Audition or City of Stars. Now, Audition is the better song. City of Stars is the catchier song. 
So it's yeah. going to be one of the things that's which one, which one gets it, which one pulls at your heartstrings. Because typically, best original song is the song where you walk out of the film and it just sticks with you. You're 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 constantly humming it. You're singing it. Uh, can I say that neither of those songs did that for me? <laughs> oh, come on, you don't hum City of Stars. No. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> um, I would say that in this 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 one, I'm going with audition. Okay, and I I'm gonna. Go put my bet on Lynn Manuel Miranda okay. turning it out for what's it called I'll again? Go on. <laughs> I'll go on. How far I'll go. Yeah. yeah. All right. However, now I this one I think is going to be a no-brainer. Best original score: Jackie, La La Land, Lion. <laughs> Moonlight and Passengers. Um, I think if La La Land doesn't win in this category, I will be very shocked. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. (laughs) On to Best Makeup and Hairstyling. A Man Called Ove, Star Trek Beyond, Suicide Squad. Now, I, I think this is kind of um, an interesting mix here. But I'm going to go with Suicide Squad. Hair and makeup? Yes. I think you're probably right. I think it's going to go to Suicide Squad. I have a very funny feeling it's going to go to Suicide Squad. And I think it's got a lot to do with um, the crocodile character. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot. Of, well, you have that, and you also have uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah. Makeup on him. Um, they kind of had to and do, hair. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they also had to do stuff with uh, uh, Margot Robbie. So. Yeah. I would say hair and makeup on uh, for for that one for Suicide Squad. Okay, best film editing: Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, La La Land, or Moonlight. Ah, this is a tough one because it's really up against two films, and I'm going to have to say for film editing, I'm going to go with La La Land. I think La La Land. You think La La Land had good editing? Yeah, has the editing. And I'm going to say I disagree with you. <laughs> I, but you saw La La I'm going to go with Hacksaw Ridge because I, I, I think it kind of goes hand in hand. War, war films tend to get um, editing. 
Yeah, but there's some editing tricks that were done in La La Land, and there's some rhythm cutting that went on in La La Land that I think is going to give it the edge. Well, we'll see if you're right. Uh, We're going to skip over documentaries and foreign films to go to one of the biggest awards of the night, Best Directing. We have Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Uh, One of the things I want to ask you is, uh, how do you feel about Mel Gibson being nominated? I am absolutely happy that he got a nomination for Hacksaw Ridge. I walked out of Hacksaw Ridge, and I was blown away. I was like, he still has it. He still has it. Every film that that, that um, he has directed, that Mel Gibson has directed, I have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. And he just seems to be getting better and better as a director. And I'm so happy that they finally, finally have just given him a break and said, you know what? He did do an amazing job. We need to give him the recognition that he needs to that he's that he needs to get. So I'm happy for him. Will he win? No. That's all story. Yeah. Okay, here's my thought. I, I would really like Barry Jenkins of Moonlight Flinch, but I have a feeling that Damien Chazelle will uh, get it for I, La La Land. I'm right there with you. I would really like Barry Jenkins to win this award, and I think this is going to be, you know, unpopular to you, but I think this is going to be the year where we finally see director and the picture both walk away with the award. And here I'm going to tell you I disagree. I know. I, I already said it's going to be unpopular with you because I know how, <laughs> how you feel. Um, but I would really like to see Barry Jenkins walk away with this because he, he did an amazing job with Moonlight. And But you have to admit what Damien Chazelle did with La La Land it was not impressive. It was pretty darn impressive. It I think pretty- what somebody said to me, to me, I guess I think my biggest critique of the film is that they said he has this trouble getting away from the two main characters. Like he doesn't know how to write supporting characters. Oh well, Whereas I think okay. with Moonlight you have great characters outside of the main ones. Yeah. You know, it's oh, yeah. Michelle Ali. Um, yeah. Who was the other? Andre uh, Holland, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I Land, do you even that. know anybody outside of Ryan Gosling or Emma Stone? No, you don't. They're not that memorable. John Legend. <laughs> John Legend. All right, you got you got me there, but still, that's only three. I can name more with Moonlight. I know. I can you know, Naomi Harris, yeah. you know. Yeah. Who is nominated for for an award, so. Yeah, I, 
I think we both are in agreement that we want Barry um, Jenkins to win, but yeah, I think this is, I uh, yeah, I think that's how it's gonna. I think that's how it's gonna fall. Okay, this one I think is going to be interesting. Best costume design. Allied, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Florence Foster Jenkins, Jackie, and La La Land. I want you to go first because I Mm. I have an interesting theory. On costume design. Yes. I'm never good at this. This is the one area where I'm never good at. But I think this is going to go, it's either going to go to Jackie or Florence Foster Jenkins. I don't okay, but who are you going to go with? You can only choose one. <sighs> I think I'm going to have to go with Florence Foster Jenkins. Okay, and I'm going to have to tell you you're wrong. It's going to go to Jackie. Because, <laughs> come on, who is the style icon of our time? Uh, Jackie yeah. Kennedy on Athens? True. Until, um, until uh, what's her face, Kardashian gets into the White House. And oh, boy. That. All right, let's talk about best cinematography. Arrival, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Silence. Okay, what are you going to guess at? (laughs) Well, I want to get a feel for it. Did you see Silence? I did. No, because that would kind of be, because I've only seen one of two out of these five. I've seen all five. For me, I I would kind of, just with my knowledge, think it would be silent because Martin Scorsese directed it, and it seems like a very epic film. It is a very epic, epic film. Um. But I've also heard, heard good things about the cinematography in Moonlight. And I've heard a lot of people like Bradford Young. Mm-hmm. So. so, for me, I thought that I, La La Land's not winning this one. And if it does, Watch the word and it is La La Land. Yeah, um, for me, La La Land is not winning this one. Uh, I this is a tough one because I think Silence was a beautifully shot film. I personally didn't think it was all that great. I thought it was a good movie. I just expected a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematography in Moonlight was good. I can remember a few key sequences where I thought it was was shot very nice. Good, uh, mm-hmm. good use of light and 
and uh, and stuff like that. But there's a strong buzz behind Arrival. Mm-hmm. Working with uh, Villeneuve again. So right now, I'm going to put my pick for silence for best cinematography. You're you're gonna go with silence. I'm I'm gonna go with silence for cinematography. It could change in a in a couple of days, but right now, right this moment, I'm because Lion was really good too with the cinematography. They did some, they got some really nice shots and mm-hmm. for that. Uh, I don't know, really. Okay, I'm, I was, I'm gonna go gutsy. I'm gonna go with Arrival. You gonna go with Arrival? Yeah. Yeah. That that's a tough one right there. I just I don't see I can understand how La La Land got in there, but Yeah, you know, for the dance sequences and yeah. the musical sequences. Yeah. But, but I, I just feel like with the rival, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with you know, the lighting. Yeah. And that's why on that one, and and I really felt like you got a sense of the scope. Yes, of what was going on, and you know, he also was a cinematographer for Selma. Mm Mhm. A most violent year he did. So I, you know, I I, I, I would like to see Bradford Young get it. Yeah. I mean, he could, and he then could. it would also be interesting because he would be kind of one of the first African American cinematographers. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there were some really nice shots in in that film, especially of just the the uh, ship in the in the vast um, land. There were some really good shots there. So you you could be right on that one. I I may change my my opinion later. <laughs> okay, let's talk about best animated feature. Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you my personal pick is Kubo and the Two Strings. I have to say yeah. it's one of the few animated films that came out this year. I would put on my best film of 2016. Oh wow! It barely made it. I couldn't get it on mine. I wanted to get it up there. It just did not make my top ten. But I loved Kubo and the Two Strings. But you know what made my top ten? Mm-hmm. Utopia. I and I, I kind of have a feeling like like that's going to be it. It's going to be Utopia. There's, there's Either Zootopia so or Moana, but I, I think yeah. if we want to encourage like original filmmaking, we should do Kubo and the Two Strings. Because how many yeah. times does Pixar and Walt Disney have to win every single freaking award? <laughs> I know that's my only that's my my biggest problem with with this one is the fact that Zootopia is Disney. Mm-hmm. I wish it wasn't. Because I'm tired of Disney and Pixar always winning, 
like literally. Yeah, I think the only year they didn't when it was uh, when Spirited Away was nominated. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, come on, but the like remember when Brave won and it was like, huh? Yeah, that That was was a big where we were scratching our heads going. Yeah, yeah, that that should have been uh, Wreck-It Ralph hands down, but. no, I think uh, Zootopia is the winner here because it it really closely identifies with what's going on in the world right now. And I think that's the reason why it should win for, for Best Animated. The storytelling was just top-notch in that. You know, I wasn't as impressed. I no. thought it was just okay. Oh no, I I really liked, really liked that one. I just felt it kind of got far fetched. You know, the whole reveal towards the end was a little bit far fetched for me. Uh, but let's talk about best supporting actress. We got Viola Davis, Fences, Naomi Harris, Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. Um, I think that you and I can agree on this one. Because if you tell me you don't agree, <laughs> I'm going to be like, what happened to Charles? But I know you're her biggest advocate, Viola Davis for Fences. Yes. This this is what's funny about this category. <clears throat> I saw Fences, and I've seen all of the actresses here in this in this um, category. I think were amazing. I think they did a really wonderful job. However, as much as I liked everyone in here. I would have liked to have seen, um, oh, God, what is her name? I'm blanking on the name. Janelle Monáe nominated. Yes. Nominated. Because to me, I, I felt like Octavia Spencer did the same performance in The Help. I felt the same way, too. I was just like, I liked her character, and I liked what she was standing for, but I thought Jan- Janelle Monet was, the standout. And not only was she the standout in Hidden Figures, but she was really good in Moonlight too. Mm-hmm. And she's been overlooked in every single thing that I've seen thus far. And I was really hoping that she was going to get in um, in this category. Who they would have taken out, I don't know. But I really was hoping that she would, she would sneak in there. Uh, this is this I think you take out Octavia Spencer. Just lose Octavia Spencer and have Jan- Janelle Monáe. Yeah, Monet. put Janelle Monáe. <laughs> yeah, they they could have done that. Um, but yeah, I really liked her character. But I was going to say her. This brings me back to um, the whole thing of uh, what I was going to say about the the past there was a year where Django and Chain came out 
and Christoph Waltz was nominated for Supporting Actor and won that year. I Mm -hmm. argue still to this day that Leonardo DiCaprio's performance in Django Unchained was at that time his best performance. Over the Revenant? Oh, yeah. Actually, Leo's best performances, in in my opinion, top two best performances, in my opinion, Wolf of Wall Street and Django Unchained. Those are his two best performances, in my opinion. His third would be What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But, um, yeah, in this category, I have to say Viola is going to win. She's going to get her award. This is her third time up at bat. She's going to walk away with, with the Oscar. I thought uh, This oh, woman wow. deserves it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she does. The, and, and going back to what I was just saying earlier about um, <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio and you mentioning The Revenant, this is her Revenant performance. It's a good performance, but it's not her best performance. I thought she was better in the health. I thought she was better in doubt than she was in this in this particular film. Not saying not knocking her performance in this. Not knocking her performance in 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 in, in fences because it is a good performance and it's an Oscar worthy performance. I just feel that the Academy is going to do to her what they did with Leonardo DiCaprio and what they did with Meryl Streep. You've been nominated for so long that we're finally going to give you your award, but it's not going to be for the film that showed your greatest performance. I still would like to see a tie in this category, and I'd like to see Michelle Williams walk away Mm. with an award, too. Because the two scenes, well, I counted him, I think she's on screen for about, 15, 20 minutes, and there are three scenes where she just breaks your heart when she's when she's mm. on screen. And <clears throat> so I would like to see a I'd like to see a tie in this particular category, but it's Viola's to lose. Okay, now this one I think will be interesting. Because I have a feeling it's not going to be who everybody thinks it will be. Uh, Best Actor in a Supporting Role, (laughs) Mahershala Ali, Moonlight, Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges, Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel for Lion, and Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. (laughs) Yes, Charles? Who do you think it's going to be? Oh, I wanted to hear what you were going to say. Because I'm I, saying Michael Shannon. You're saying Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I have to, I have to say that I was actually surprised that he got in this category. I'm really surprised that he got in. Um, I'm not unhappy that he got in there, but I'm, I was mm-hmm. a little surprised. 
I and, like, and I think it's not going to be because this is, like, the best performance, you know, like we said with other actors, you know, like Viola Davis, Leonardo DiCaprio. But I, I think he, he's just going to win it kind of for his previous body of work and yeah. been so strong. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. I could see this being... This is funny. This could be the uh, result of. Do you remember a few years back when uh, um, Little Miss Sunshine was was dominated? Yeah, Alan Arkin. Mm-hmm. Alan Arkin won over Eddie Murphy, where everyone yes. was just like, Eddie Murphy has this. It was his best work. He's going to win. He's going to win. People were just yeah. loving his performance. And it's like, Alan Arkin, what? What just happened? He's been winning everywhere. And you give it to Alan Arkin. How was that yeah. possible? I'm still upset about that. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> I that can tell. Uh, yeah. Um, and how Cuba Gooding Jr. won for Jerry Maguire. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Because uh, <laughs> I love it when he says, show me the money. Yeah. Uh, that was not the best performance that year by far. But anyway, um, I think that you may be onto something and that could be one of the reasons why because that was one of the surprises of the uh the nominations when they came out yeah. that was one of the that was one of the many surprises uh, that came out because um, i know like a lot and, of the talk a lot of the critics are like no it's mahershala ali he's a lot but i but, kind of feel like they're just going to go with someone He's done a lot of good past work, and they're going to reward him this year. I I, I mean, because you guys think Take Shelter. What was the other movie uh, he was in? Midnight Special. He was in. um, One before that. One before Midnight Special. Yeah. Um. What was? uh, I just. See, one before Midnight Special, I think of uh, the night before with uh, Seth Rogen. But I know that's not the one you're that's not the one you're thinking about. And I'm not talking about Man of Steel. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I can't think of what the other the other film was that he did in between. But he was also in uh, Michael Shannon was also in Loving. Ninety Nine Homes. That's what I'm thinking. Ninety Nine Homes. That's he was very right. good in yeah. that. And he was nominated for that, wasn't he? Wasn't he no. nominated for that? No. I thought he was nominated for that. Well, I think he was nominated for uh, a Screen Actors Guild, and I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe, but he didn't get the Oscar nod. You know what? You might be onto something. I, I, I'm not going to agree, <laughs> but I think you might be onto something because my well, choice. Well, who, who, do, who do you think? Yeah, who is your choice? My choice is uh, Mahershala Ali, and the reason the, there's several reasons. One is what you kind of touched on with Michael Shannon, his body of work. He's had a pretty good year this year. I mean, he he mm-hmm. had a he had a nice uh, run in uh, in the help and and the help um, hidden figures. <laughs> Just don't say hidden senses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hidden, hidden senses. He was in hidden senses. <laughs> um. Oh, poor Michael Keaton. Um, <laughs> he 
Yeah, he was in Hidden Figures. Um, he was also in uh, Luke Cage, and he did a really good performance in Luke Cage. Uh, and you know, he's been around. He's been. He was in. Uh, he was in the the last two Hunger Game movies. So he's he's been an actor that's been around, and people have seen him, and now they're starting to notice him. But he was the heart of that movie, Moonlight. I mean, without him, that film kind of wouldn't have gone as far and had gotten as much praise that it has gotten, in my opinion, because he really was the the center of that of that film. Mm-hmm. And then, but I, I'm still sticking to my guns here. Yeah, I mean, I I can see. I can see what you're saying, and you're kind of bringing me over to that side, but I'm sticking I'm with to the with dark that. side. <laughs> I'm you sticking know with, I'm right. I'm, I'm sticking with um, Look, my, 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 I'm going to be texting you during the Oscars going, I told you so. I told yeah, you so. <laughs> and you're going to be like, oh. Okay, you know the next one. Okay, finish your thoughts. No, I was just going to say, if that happens, then, yeah, I, I will I will text you as soon as it happens and say, you were right. <laughs> I bow down to you. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, now this one I think is going to be interesting, and I want to hear your thoughts. Best Actress, we have Elizabeth Huppert for Elle, Ruth Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Dinkins. Now, I have a theory, Charles, but do you want to put your pick first and then I'll say my theory? (laughs) Well, I I can't sing as bad as Meryl Streep. And I can't sing as good as Emma Stone. But the the one who's going to walk away with the Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role is going to be Emma Stone. It's going to be La La Land was basically her movie. We're we're seeing everything really her eyes. And that's the one that's going to win because we saw everything through her. She was the heart of that film. The reason you fell in love with that movie was because of her. So my choice now, I know a lot of people thought at first Natalie Portman was going to be the front runner. Oh, but yeah, I think I with her so not too. winning at the Golden Globe, that it's maybe not the case. But here's my theory. Hear me out. Okay. I think they're going to give it to Meryl Streep again <laughs> because they loved her seat at the Golden Globe so much and they want her to do it again. Just do it again and go off. Well, you know, she's, you know. She's, she's she's overrated. You know, she's she's just overrated. She's an overrated actress that is 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 not funny and it's sad. I can't remember what his direct quotes were, but it was something to the to the, to that fact. Um, now, would it be a bad <laughs> a bad thing to happen? I've heard people uh, say that that's the possibility that that would happen uh, but no <laughs> they're not giving it to Meryl Streep come on you got you okay know, so if I'm right you know you're gonna have to eat crow 
on that I one. Will, I'm going to be I'm, like, ha, 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 ha. Because I, I, really, I really feel like it's going to go that way, that people are like, man, you know, Meryl Streep represents Hollywood and where we want to be, so let's give you it know, to her. It would be funny if that happened because, you know, the first thing she's going to... I think if Meryl Streep was not nominated, I, I would definitely say Emma Stone. But I think with Meryl Streep, how much people love her, her speech, I think people are going to want to hear it again. <laughs> I, 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 I feel it. <laughs> I see it. You're making some good points here in the last two. I'm, I'm getting kind of upset now. <laughs> Because these are some, you got some good theories here. It's not going to happen. It's just not. It's Emma Stone's. I mean, I see it. I can, I can close my eyes and I can visualize the whole entire thing. She gets up there. Oh, I'm overrated, am I? And you know, and people will go crazy. And yeah, I just. I think that that's going to really do it in the room. I mean, it's going to hit people hard. I think people are going to feel more emotionally connected if it's Meryl Streep than over Emma Stone because I don't think she's quite there popularity-wise with the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that, but... You know I who think... I, I would have liked it if Hugh Grant was nominated for Best Supporting because I yeah. really liked his acting in Florence Foster Jenkins. That's who I would have... That's who I would have put in instead of Michael Shannon. That's who I would have put in for supporting actor. I would have taken, I would have taken Michael Shannon out and put in Hugh um, Grant. But in this category, actress leading role, Emma Stone. Like I said, she was the heart of that film. She was the reason you you know the reason people li- liked that movie was because we're watching it all through through her eyes. We're following her story. So. All right. Okay. Best actor: Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic. And Denzel Washington for offensive. Do you now, want me to go me? first? <laughs> yeah, go first. Uh, I'm I'm wanting this person to win. From the moment I saw the film, I walked out and I said, Wow, yeah, just send them the award. It's Casey Affleck. I know that there's some arguments that can be made that Andrew Garfield had a really good turn um, in uh, Hacksaw Ridge, and he does a really good job in Silence as well. Um, so he he put in two really great performances this year. Mm-hmm. And um, an argument can be said that Denzel Washington just, he chews up the screen and fences and spits it out and then chews it up again. He just he he <laughs> takes the win out of you in that in that movie. Um, some of his monologues, but there's something about Casey Affleck's performance. It is so subtle, 
it's like he's sleepwalking through the whole entire film. And then wow. when, his, when his story is, when it's revealed as to why he is the way that he is, you, you hurt for this guy. You just, and you see why he's living the life that he's living. It just, it, it just kills you. And you realize why he has to do the things that he has to do. Even though he doesn't want to do them, he has to do them because, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but he does them because he, he feels that he has to do them. And you, you identify with that. And it's not an over-the-top performance. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't have big monologues. Or it's just a very quiet, subtle performance, and you believe every every moment that um, that he's on screen. And that, to me, is, is acting more than pretending to be, you know, whatever you're trying, you're, you're trying to pretend to be. So Casey Affleck, in my opinion, is the one that walks away with it. Okay. And I just wanted to say I disagree with uh, Ryan Gosling, who he nominated for La La Land. I thought he was very weak. And you know who I, I don't know if I shared you with this with you, but I really feel like Andrew Garfield should have had his part. Oh. <laughs> um, I think you did. I think we talked about that uh, um, right after you saw it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I mean, Miles Teller was attached to this film for a while, um, and so was so was so so was Emma Watson. So, yeah, Andrew Garfield as a jazz musician in Los Angeles, nah, <laughs> I don't buy that. But I do I agree think, with you. It's it's going to go to Casey Affleck. Yeah, yeah, but you know who could have played the part uh, in um, La La Land? And and would have been more believable, and would have the whole entire time I'm sitting watching the film, and I'm I'm seeing I'm like, why didn't they go to Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake could have played this because he already knows how to play the piano. He's already a musician. It would have it would have felt more real than than Ryan Gosling, who did a good job. But I'm just saying it. I don't know why they didn't go that route, but maybe he was unavailable. Who knows? <laughs> no, he was too busy writing music for Trolls, <laughs> the movie. Which he actually admits that he's kind of tired of hearing that song. <laughs> but it was the, it, it was the song of the of the summer, surprisingly enough. Uh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. for me. Yeah. Okay, now on to the biggie. Best yeah. picture. Arrival. Fences. Hacksaw Ridge. Hell or High Water. Hidden Figures. La La Land. Lion. Manchester by the Sea or Moonlight. I think you know who I'm going to go with. And I know who you're going to go with. So we're just yeah. going to cancel each other out. <laughs> I would love to see Hacksaw Ridge win. I would really love to see Hella High Water win. 
category. But the two that I think have the very good shot of winning this, and one more so than the other, um, I would I I would not be upset if Moonlight walks away. I would not be upset okay. if La La walked away. I would. But, <laughs> well, yeah, you would. The one that I think that is going to win is La La Land. And I'm going to go with that they're going to split it, (laughs) and it is going to be Moonlight. Wow. I think we're going to go progressive. I think we're going to go for something that celebrates diversity. But which one was the better film? Which one did more people gravitate towards? More people gravitated towards La La Land. Because it probably got a bigger release. No, I think Although I noticed... Be... Say that again? I think they both opened originally a limited release and then went wide. Well, um, I believe La La Land went wide on Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, I I can't remember when they released Moonlight over here, but I know it wasn't around for very long. Although they well, are bringing back a lot of the Oscar-nominated films. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to try to go see Moonlight. Yeah, they they always do that. the 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 issue with Moonlight, see, Moonlight falls into the category of well. Then again, it did win for Best Picture that year. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say it falls into that category of Brokeback Mountain, Crash, uh, Boys in the Hood. Um, it's those films that were that were critically acclaimed films, but it was the type of film that. But did not uh, Crash won for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Oh no, it, that one won for Best Picture, so it doesn't really work. But it still falls into that category of a critically acclaimed film that a lot of the general public did not identify with or didn't really um it didn't really call to them until after the 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 nominations and, and all that. La La Land just right out the gate people were like, Oh, I've got to go see this film. When it when it opened in limited release, when it finally had its limited release, the the very first day I went and thought the very first show, um, Thursday morning, no, was Friday Friday morning. I went to the very first show Friday morning. The theater was packed for this little film that had opened up in two theaters and uh, two or three theaters in Los Angeles, and it was packed at eleven o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and mm-hmm. people. People were applauding at the end of the film. 
Actually, after the for La La Land. Yeah, for La La Land. At the end of the film, people applaud it, and right after the first um, number, the first musical number, people were applauding. I'm like, okay, this this is some next level stuff here. I, you know, but to me, La La Land just feels a lot like the artist. Like, it's such a throwback to the past. Yeah. And that's why people love it. And I think we need to be pushing for something more original. Like, it's my personal favorite out of all these films. Like, I would like to see them be daring and go for a rival. Because to me, I when I got to the end of that film, I, I just felt blown away. You know, and I felt, man, this this movie is the movie of our time. <laughs> you know, because well, I like that it wasn't it wasn't this shoot 'em up intergalactic battle that we're so used to seeing. That it was a very thoughtful, introspective film. Yeah, that a lot of people but thought was going to be I that think Moonlight will win. That is my prediction. And I think and know that La La Land will win. And we are totally going to see February 26th from the Oscars yeah. who's right and who's wrong. I think this is going to be my year. The year I don't see most of these movies, it's going to be my year. I predict it. Okay. All right. I will say that um, I'm upset at the Academy. Not upset. I'm more disappointed with the Academy that they did not go with a full 10 nomination. Well, who would you have added? For Best Picture? Yes. I would I would have I honestly for for the Best Picture the the 10th category. I mean, I probably would have added um Deadpool because it was it it took Looking at cancer a whole nother way, it took relationships and dealing with a relationship and and fighting for someone that you love all wrapped into a superhero movie. It was funny, it pushed the boundaries on what we what we know of superhero movies it's what hollywood is 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 all about you know entertainment and, and, and making us uh making us think outside Yeah, but wasn't it also a very violent film? Yeah, well so was Although so you was, could uh, say the same about Hacksaw Ridge, but yeah. um Hacksaw Ridge, so was Braveheart, so was Platoon, so was Full Metal Jacket. You know, so but but you can I so think was the Godfather Part two <laughs> Yeah, but you guys think those are more films Lord of the Rings. based in reality. Yeah. You know, because I, I kind of felt like Deadpool's kind of a little bit too goofy and funny, and, yeah. you know, they don't tend to reward comedy. They they really don't, and 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 I and I understand that. But, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing, I wouldn't mind seeing that in there. I wouldn't have mind seeing uh, Sing Street, which is a really, mm-hmm. really good movie. 
I would have loved to have seen that get in there. I would have loved to have seen it get a, a nomination for original song. Did a lot? Of, did enough people? Yeah, see it? that's what's that's, missing. That's the question. You know, that's the question. Did enough people even see Sing Street? Was there even a probably push? not? Did the, studio, did the studio even have the money to push for Sing Street to be in, in uh, to be considered? You know, um, but that's. That's one I would have liked to have seen get in there. And, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen uh, Deadpool sneak in there and give a little love to uh, the uh, the nerds that are out there that like those kind of movies, you know? Well, you're the nerd giving all the love this evening. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really I really would have liked to have seen Sing Street get in there. That That would have been a nice little... But it didn't get any nominations anywhere else, so you know, Yeah. You well do? except for the Golden Globe. Yeah. Because I, I think it was nominated for songs there. No, it wasn't nominated for what was it? I don't think it was. I think it was just nominated for I think it was just nominated for Best uh, Musical. It didn't get any uh nominations for songs. I could be mistaken, but I don't think it was, surprisingly enough. So, yep, those are my picks. <laughs> it would just be nice to see them get 10 nominations to to the film one, one other year. I think I've only seen it yeah. once. So. All right, so Charles, are are we ready to do this again at the end of this month? Uh, at the end of February, I mean. Oh yeah. Our our post Oscar chat, and I, I was feeling this year I'm gonna be bragging. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, of course, like I always do. I'll I'll post my. My finalized predictions on on uh, my social media and and uh, you know people can can see it and you can see it and we'll see just how right I am. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to share where they can find you on social media? On um, on Instagram, they can find me at CW Reviews, and on Twitter, it all should be the same, and it's not. And I don't know why I haven't done this yet. Uh, on on Twitter, uh, it's uh, one movie lover. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. if you want to contact me, uh, you can send me an email at let's talk movies podcast at gmail dot com, or our Twitter feed, which is twitter dot com slash let's talk movies. So, Charles, it was a pleasure as always. Yes. And we're going to talk soon, and hopefully I can catch up with a few more movies by then. Oh, yeah, you've got a, you've got a couple of more, uh, you got a couple of more weeks. And then usually the AMCs have the, uh, since you have the weekends off now, you can do the, uh, the Saturday where... The marathons? Yeah, where you catch like, you know, they do like four one night and five on another night. No, I thought they did them like 24 hours. 
I think there are some places that um, do do like the whole entire the whole entire night. Yeah, there are some places that do it, and then there's other ones where they do it one Saturday they'll play four of them, and then another Saturday they'll play uh, so because there's nine of them. So one Saturday they'll do four, and the other Saturday they'll do five. But they're never. I have to say this is the year where I actually would consider doing that because I, I think all of these films would be interesting to watch. Yeah, all, and that's and that's the some of them thing. even again. <laughs> <laughs> that I would have. I, Except I, for La La Land. <laughs> I have. To but I might give it a chance to see if my opinion changes. Okay, I I do have to say that um, this year is the year where I think all nine films that are nominated, I would not be upset if any one of them won. Like if 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 like if I say oh I want La La Land to win, and mm-hmm. Fences winds up winning for Best Picture, okay I'm fine with that. You know, a rival wins for Best Picture. I'm like you know what? Yeah, okay, I I can see why. All of these films that are nominated, I see why they're nominated, and I agree with mm-hmm. with all of them. Because mm-hmm. pretty much out of the nine. All but two, three made it onto my uh, top ten list. Okay, which ones were on your top ten? Which ones were on my top? Oh, wait. wait. Oh, no, four, all but four. So I got five of them on my top ten. I forgot about Manchester. I have, um, oh, wait, maybe not. Hold on. Hacksaw Ridge is on my top five. Hella High Water is on my top five. Hidden Figures is in my top five. La La Land is in my, I'm sorry, is in my top ten. And Moonlight is in my top ten. So, yeah, five of the nine nominated are my top ten. Lion actually came in on my honorable mentions. It's like number 12 or something. Fences and Arrival and Manchester didn't quite make my top 20. Mm. But, yeah. Now, I really liked Lion. I really liked Lion a lot. That was... That yeah, was that, that's one I hope to catch up with. That was a really, really good... I liked Lion more than I liked Arrival. And I liked Lion more than I liked Fences and Manchester. Mm. Yeah, mm. Lion was... Really good. Right. Well, yeah. Charles, thank you for joining me. And oh, you're welcome, always. We, we will talk in a few weeks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good night. All right. You too. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.